Hey everyone, this is Mike Andes. You're listening to the Business Bootcamp Podcast. Today, I want to say a big thank you to our episode sponsor, which is FreshBooks. And I want everyone to head on over to freshbooks.com slash bootcamp. And they've created a landing page for us specifically so we can try out their software completely free. You don't have to put a credit card or anything like that. Go over there, freshbooks.com slash bootcamp. And one of the things I really like about FreshBooks is... The way that they allow you to track your expenses. So typically, what you, you'll have to do if you're trying to keep track of your expenses is look at your credit card statement or get an, a third-party app to track your bank statements as well as your credit card statements and see all your transactions and then kind of reconcile them inside of your P&L, your profit and loss statement. What's cool about FreshBooks is you can actually connect your credit card number and your bank accounts so that as soon as you swipe your card, it already categorizes and imports that expense into your P&L. And so it's just a great way to keep track of things. So I highly recommend you going to freshbooks.com slash bootcamp. They're going to give you a 30-day trial to use their software, see if you like it. You can test out that expense tracking software and see if it works great for you. So I recommend you doing that. Now today, we are talking all things Google. Now, uh, I've talked about Google in the past. I've talked about all about search engine optimization and everything like that. But today, I just want to kind of recap and go a little more in depth on why and how to market effectively with Google. And so first of all, I think the biggest thing and what really this whole episode is about is you got to realize that Google is a business. Okay. So what that means is if people are giving Google money, they are, you're technically a client of theirs. So if you're using Google AdWords, if you're using other Google products, this is what this whole episode is about technically really. If you're using other Google products, they want to promote you because they know they're going to make revenue or you're going to promote their products and ideas. So that being said, Google AdWords, for some people to say, okay, well, it does not affect it for me. It just seems like I pour a bunch of money into a hole and I get lousy leads and things like that. Okay, I get it. But at least spend a little bit of AdWords money literally just to get Google on your side. And they might not say this expressingly, but it is of my opinion that when Google, when you start to connect your website to Google AdWords, that they want you to uh, be bumped up in the organic search engine results. And the reason I think that is is because they they want to see you succeeding, and then coming back for more ads. And so. I usually just suggest giving at least a bone to them by giving them, you know, $50, $100 AdWords campaign and really just get them on your side as far as search engine optimization. So that's, that's AdWords. There are a lot of products, though, that you can use AdWords, and it is actually a monetarily, like, it's a great marketing tool. Uh, for instance, we're going to be doing landscapebusinesscourse.com, and because we have a high, high marginal like a, a, a product that takes a lot of money to get started, but then m- like per uh, user, the cost is fairly low and there's a, quite a bit of profit margin, we can use that money for click ads. So we'll probably do a lot of Facebook ads, a lot of Google AdWords. And so for something like that, I think it's really effective because if you are paying a, a dollar per click and you get 100 clicks, and but that customer is worth $500 to you, you know, that $100 in that customer acquisition cost isn't, is really negligible. Like, you do that all day long. If you can make $500 
and only pay a hundred dollars in click ad uh, AdWords or Facebook ad uh, click uh, pay-per-click advertising so it can be used as a monetary like a, an actual like marketing tool but if even if it's not even if you've tried it before and it doesn't really work or whatever you think it's aren't getting like first of all you need to test and make sure that you're actually creating good ads for Google AdWords and good headings and things like that but if, it, if you still feel like it's not the best use of your marketing dollars and your customer acquisition cost is better on cold calling or print marketing or radio or whatever you're using remember you just got to track all of that if you feel like your customer acquisition cost is better on those other channels and you need to funnel your marketing dollars to that then I would still pay a little bit of Google AdWords, get one or two a year, and just pay fifty or hundred dollars just to get some recognition from Google. So that being said, that's Google AdWords. Google Plus. Google Plus is probably the most unrated, uh, underrated social network in the world. Now, socially and from a personal standpoint, there are very few people that really think Google Plus is effective. And it, it I'm mean, not effective, but it's just not the hip thing, right? Like you got Snapchat now, you got Instagram, you got Facebook and all that stuff. And it's really not, uh, they haven't made it easy to share and it hasn't really caught on at all as far as from a social network standpoint. However, you have to realize that Google is a business and they want to promote Google Plus. So if you type in any local business uh, in your or in local industry, service-based business in your, in your local area, just type in lawn care or type in, uh, pressure washing in my area or whatever it is and if you do that you'll notice what pops up is there the, it's not the people with the best website at the very top it is Google Plus pages there's a little box and it's gonna have a, a small map perhaps of Google Maps and then it's also gonna have Google Plus pages so one of the best ways to get in the top rank of Google is to create a Google Plus page and then to actually use it, create content for it, even if you're just repurposing the content that you put on your blog or you put on your website or you put on your Facebook and Instagram, as long as you just keep putting new content on there, I believe that Google Plus is a great tool for businesses, uh, in especially in the service-based business and in industries that it's a local local uh, consumer and it's not on online so you have a, you're in your city or in your county that you're serving I really feel like Google Plus is extremely effective now the reason it is and really kind of the backbone of where I think internet search is going and it's already is it's just it's just been uh, more and more prevalent is we're seeing more and more of this Siri and Cortana and all these other like Amazon has their Echo and all of these things where you talk to the talk to the device and it does something, gives you directions or it uh, gives you a search on Google or, or it pulls up your contacts, whatever, where it's voice recognition. Now, what you have to realize though is in Google's algorithm, for, for instance, if I ask Siri, uh, who is a good lawn care business in my area? Or if I just say, who is a good lawn care business? is going to make a Google search and Google's algorithm is looking for one thing and that is demographics. Where is this person? Cuz right now they're pulling their their you know when you go into your your browser and ask can is are you going to give access to your current location? What that's doing is then when you use Siri or use Google or whatever 
to make a search, it's going to use your location to determine what is the most effective search results and most uh, what you're really looking for, uh, what's the most uh, most beneficial for you in your area. So when you look for the lawn care business or you look for the, the financial services and you Google that or you put it in a Siri or whatever, the algorithm is looking for zip codes and city names. So in your website, you need to make sure in your footer and in your header, you, it's make, you make it very clear your city names and your zip codes. Like if you go to our website, we type out all the city names and all of the zip codes for the company, for the city, sorry, that we service, the area, the demographic area. And even though you can't even see the header and footer, like 99% of people that visit our website would never even see our header and footer because it, it's the same color as our background. But when you do, like, like it's there. And the reason it's there in your header and footer is because that is what Google is trying to search when it when you make a Google search and it says a million websites that it pulls up pages in order to do that Google's algorithm has to move at lightning speeds and so you want to make sure in your your site description in your header your footer all of those places if you have a demographically confined location that you service so in your city or in a certain like 50 miles radius of where you're at things like that you need to make sure that it's very clear that your serviceable area is covered in your zip codes and in your city name so that for instance we service Bellingham Blaine Ferndale and someone in Bellingham searches best lawn care companies in Bellingham or they just look they ask Siri what is a good lawn care business to hire what Google is going to do is the first thing it's going to do is look for demographic. Where are the? Where is this person geographically located? And then who is closest in that vicinity? If you can become the leader in search and optimization around your city code and and around your zip code, it's going to be massive amounts of success on search engine optimization. And it might not be as relevant that particular part for businesses that are online because you are looking more for keywords and looking for other because you're not demographically and geographically enclosed in a certain area however it's still for service-based businesses I think that's one of the biggest things that you can do as far as changing things on your website your site description your header and footer and just even some of the main titles of your pages so another thing about Google where's hamming away here uh, Google reviews so a lot of people with their small business it's easy to get on a Yelp it's easier to go on home advisor uh, Angie's list uh, even for, for places like uh, eating out you can go on to so many different sites and get reviews on what tastes good what was good if you, people should go back all of that stuff TripAdvisor and those are all good but you have to remember again that Google is a business and they want you to use their products so one of the best ways to like the most effective review as far as search and optimization is concerned is a Google Plus review and it's kind of hard to get like they don't make it super convenient to get Google Plus reviews but they by far are the most effective why because if you google in your business name and your Google Plus page pops up at the top because you have a Google Plus page it's also going to show your reviews right there on the very front of the right right front page and sometimes it'll be at the top 
uh, or sometimes it'll actually be if you're on a desktop on the right hand side where you can actually see your business location with the Google Maps. It shows you a picture or two from your Google Plus page and it shows you your reviews. And it has that little five star review graphic there. And I promise you that if you pop up and you might be third or fourth down on, on the page as far as organic search is concerned, your website. But if on the right hand side you have the best Google Plus page and it shows that you have 20, 30 reviews, most of which are five star, and they can actually write from the homepage of Google, see what people are saying about your business. I guarantee you that not only are you going to get the majority of the business on off of that Google, off of that search, you're also going to become more and more credible in Google's eyes, and eventually on the organic search side, you're going to start to grow as well. So Google Plus is highly under estimated the power of it for search engine optimization and for small businesses is an incredible tool to increase your search engine optimization. And so the last thing I want to talk about is that Google likes new content. So on your page, you heard me talk about before creating a blog and using it for keywords for search or not search engine optimization. Sorry, I keep messing that up. But and that's kind of a whole nother topic about keywords. We're talking about Google stuff today, but um but you have to remember that with your blog, the whole reason is for keywords, but it's also because you can start creating new content each day or week or month or whatever. And Google likes new content. Have you ever gone to one of your competitors' sites and it just it looks the same year round? They don't change the pictures, they don't change the text, they don't change the, t the titles or the headers. Like, Google is looking for companies and businesses and websites that are constantly changing, creating new content, and aren't just static contact pages like contact me, about us, and a home page. They aren't looking for that. Even if you have great keywords and search engine optimization as far as your title and your header and footer, but if you're not creating new content, it's not that Google doesn't like it. It's just that when you do create new content, the algorithm is definitely going to give you a priority. Think news and think uh, channels that create and regurgitate news articles. A big reason for that and the reason like when you search a lot of topics and news pops up at the top is because they are constantly updating their website multiple times every day, hundreds of times for some new articles, new content, which has new links. And as you build those links and as you build new content and you have more links, you're going to make your site more credible because you're linking to different sites and your the web of your website is becoming much, much larger, which just increases the credibility and the size of your of your website in the eyes of Google's algorithm. So that's pretty much for, for it for today, everyone. I just kind of kind of go over. I know we've talked about all of those things before, but I I've talked to so many small business owners, and especially in the service-based businesses and people that have confined areas that they're trying to work in, as far as their town or their city, and they are failing in a lot of areas when it comes to Google Plus products, Google AdWords, Google reviews creating new content on their site, keeping it fresh with holidays and different times of the year. And they are missing out on so much organic, free, like think of it, like besides your hosting costs and your domain name and a little bit of design work perhaps, once you have your website up and running and you're just you know editing it once in a while and revising and adding new content, it's literally a free marketing tool and it can really be one of the most effective marketing tools. And instead of like print marketing, you literally gotta print stuff 
and you'll see all the results in a week or two and then it's gone. Like there's no uh, recurring effect from that marketing piece typically. Sometimes people will put it on their refrigerator or something like that. But what I'm talking about here is a website that if you create it correctly and you continue to just edit it throughout the year, there's not a lot of cost involved and it's really one of the, can become one of the lowest customer acquisition tools in your business. So that's it for today, everyone. All things Google we talked about today. Make sure you head on over to our sponsor's site, freshbooks.com slash bootcamp. This is Mike Andes.